Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Cracked Theology. Wow, I did not expect us to get this far. But <laughs> in all honesty, I am glad I continued because today we have a special guest. Uh, this man was my group leader in when I was in youth. Yeah, I Franklin was in youth. Like I was a young boy once. So uh, give it up to. Um, to Jara, Batulan here. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Glad to uh, be here, Franklin. Franklin, hope you're doing well. I actually, as you were speaking, I suddenly started getting this like a uh, stomach cramp. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm nervous, or or just because uh, I haven't eaten anything yet. Oh, you haven't I'm eaten. Actually, on a fast right now. Oh. Yeah, I'm on a fast. Uh, for uh, spiritual reasons. Okay, all right. Uh, for, for uh, this is a good way to start the podcast. For those who, um, can you explain what a fast is for those who uh, don't know what it is? Yeah. So a fast is um, well, for spiritual reasons. Okay. So a fast in general is just like uh, not eating food um, and just uh, having water for uh, your your sustenance for drink. Um, and then for spiritual reasons, a fast would also include like, you know, praying um, and uh, you know, reading the Bible, reading scripture and uh, and sort of just seeking uh, seeking God or seeking, um, you know, a, a spiritual, uh, spiritual connection as a as a, you're not eating. The reason why you're not eating is because you're sort of like uh, crucifying or that's that's the word that I've been using uh sort of like <laughs> relinquishing your flesh anything that is uh anything that your your own body might desire mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um just uh focusing on you know the spiritual the 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 spiritual connection with with a uh, with god and yeah that's basically what i'm doing right now i'm a little bit uh actually or maybe fasting today wasn't the best idea because sometimes i just ramble so hopefully I don't um, ramble on too much during this uh, this podcast. But yeah, that's basically uh, what a fast is, um, if if I made sense. Hey, that's that okay, sense. man. Uh, rambling gives good content because as we ramble, we just say things that you know otherwise we wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> that's just a story <laughs> of my life. So um, yeah, thank you, Jai, for uh, explaining what a fast is. And and as those uh, new Christians who are listening. Um, Fasting is a tradition that we do have from uh, we do get from our Jewish brothers. Um, if you read the Old Testament, fasting has been around since forever. Um, it's just that we Western Christians kind of don't do it. Uh, I mean, I, I I personally fasted maybe like a day or two, but then can't because I just don't have that discipline. Um, but you're welcome to try it to anyone who's listening. Um, it, it is a good practice, and I do recommend it. Um, so yeah, um, that was a good <laughs> way to start. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so tell me, um, uh, as we both know, since we're both Christians, um, we know that uh, fasting is actually part of the journey. Correct. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, so yes. Oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, gonna say something. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you said uh, I just um, that fasting is part of the journey, like kind yes. of like uh, like our walk with God. Is that what you meant? 
Oh well, yeah, 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 I definitely definitely would agree with that. Um, yeah, I know. Um, no, there's a lot of examples in the Bible where fasting is is used um, mostly to humble oneself. Uh, ah, okay. I know Queen Esther. Uh, she asked the people of Israel when um, when the Persian Empire was planning to you know des- destroy all the Jews. Queen Esther asked um, all the Jews in the land uh, to fast for three days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and before that. Uh, before she would go to the king and ask the king to, you know, remove um, or to to stop the the the, the, the decree that he made um, to uh, to kill the Jews. I, it's just I, I just love. Uh, I, I really <laughs> think there's a huge importance in in fasting in a uh, in the Christian walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. it, it is it is evident. Jesus fasted for forty days and forty nights. So if the Lord of all creation fasted. I'm pretty sure that it's very important. Um, but yeah, and yeah, and sure. speaking of the journey, um, you yourself uh, had a testimony at church, actually, um, with young adults, if yeah. I remember correctly, about your journey yeah. um, with Christianity. Can you uh, tell the audience what that was about? What what happened? Yeah, for sure. So I uh, I've... I've grown up as a as a Christian. Um, mm-hmm. I gave my life to Jesus, or you know, I I said the prayer. I guess if for those who are aware of you know the Christian um, uh, wording or phrasing, I accepted Jesus into my heart. Jesus yeah, yeah. into my heart when I was seven. Um, but since I was six years old, I've always had um, a very strong attraction, a sexual attraction to the same sex to other men, mm-hmm, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, growing up in a Christian family, my dad's a pastor. Um, it was really clear very quickly that, to me, that uh, uh, these sexual attractions to the same sex wasn't uh, what what wasn't um, you know the Bible did not um, allow for that. Mm, and yeah. so, growing up, you know, as a child, as a as a kid. Um, you know, as a teenager and also into my young adult life, I really hid um, my, my sexual attraction to the same sex. Um, and I think, you know, after I graduated from university, I went to Simon Fraser University and I was around 24 years old. I, I really had a, I, get a, I guess, a falling out um, mm-hmm. with my faith, with a with uh with god um i loved i loved everything about the bible well since i was young i was taught the bible um through bible lessons and i loved everything about it mm-hmm, yeah. and one thing that i really struggled a lot with was um just just why i couldn't you know pursue a relationship with the same sex yeah and um i think just you know after going after finishing university it was a lot of like um reasons a lot of questions i started mm-hmm. asking myself my faith started to get challenged you know i was my major was actually philosophy and i uh i i heard a lot of arguments for uh for you know the the secular world worldview against god and um while they didn't move my faith they really questioned you know the the one thing that i uh always struggle i guess struggled with yeah. which is uh you know, why am I not allowed to pursue a relationship with a man? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so 
Um, I left the faith. Um, well, I wouldn't say I left the faith immediately, but it was like a very, very strong downward spiral or a lapse or backsliding mm -hmm. in 2017 when I was around 24 years old. And I just started um, to, I guess, live my own life yeah. um, and started to uh, do not, not, not really do what I wanted to do, but like started, you know, testing the waters, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, I actually, <laughs> I actually uh, am still a virgin right now. So I didn't do anything with anyone. Mm -hmm. um, but I, uh, I, you know, I, I would, I made some friends um, and they brought me to um, gay bars uh, yep. and I would sort of get, you know, I would get drunk and, mm -hmm. um, and I would, uh, you know, I, I would have this, these group of friends uh, that, you know, I shared, um, you know, I can't, who I had came out to and they tried to introduce me to, um, you know, the, I guess the, the LGBTQ plus lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So as I, you know, as I, you know, continued being their friends, uh, I, you know, I was, I was open to anything, but, but the main thing that, uh, I guess I, um, didn't want, or the main, not didn't want, but like, I was, I still believe so much in the teachings of, um, you know, the Bible and what mm -hmm. I was raised what my parents had raised me on and so i held myself back in a lot of things um and okay. so when i was when i was uh 28 uh, and during you know uh, during uh the the pandemic um august 2020 i uh i was just having um you know a really hard hard time um, with my friends, with a lot of things that happened in my life. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking back and reflecting on the past three years um, of me ha not having uh, followed God. And then also years before that, just everything, you know, mm -hmm. all the testimonies I've heard from uh, growing up and, you know, all the, all the, all the lessons I had made as a, as a youth leader, know everything I learned about the Bible when I, I went to Bible college for a year right after high school and it all just it all just you know ball bundled up into just one thing where suddenly I felt and realized that something was missing mm -hmm. and I just remember saying in my heart you know I sh maybe I should re return to the faith and as I thought and reflected on that I just kept repeating to myself, I should return to the faith. I should return to the faith. Mm -hmm. And um and then I said and went once like I said for real, I don't know, for real, it I sh I'm going to return to the faith. I uh I saw and I felt these uh scales fall from my eyes. Wow. These translucent blue scales fall from my eyes and they fell to the ground and and wow. immediately I was hit by the presence of God. And, and just because of the, because of that moment, I just, everything, everything changed. And I was completely changed. Everything mm -hmm. changed and I was completely changed. And I, 
rededicate my life to Christ. And, and I was thinking back to uh, just, just everything, everything I learned. And I know that even though this, this, um, this struggle, I'll call it a struggle, this struggle I have with, you know, I'm still sexually attracted to men. Uh, what's most important is, you know, that there's more to life than this. There's more to life than just living on this earth. And mm -hmm. I uh, decided, this is what Jesus is talking. Uh, I decided, you know, this this is worth it. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said, um, those uh, those who wish to be my disciple must first deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow, follow me. me. This yeah. is a this is what you know. There are so many Christians in the world, 2.4 billion Christians, or people who call themselves Christians, but really, it's it's about true relationship with Christ is really about um, something deeper, deeper than just, you know, that label mm -hmm. of calling myself a Christian. You know, I could just, I could just be a, a someone who calls himself a Christian and, a, you know, has, is in a relationship with a man mm -hmm. and I could still call myself a Christian, but then I would know in my heart that there is something missing because Christ is calling me deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Christ is calling all of us deeper into a relationship with him. Wherever mm -hmm. we are at right now, Christ is calling us deeper than that. And he's going to keep calling us deeper than that and deeper than that until, until he takes us home. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, okay. I still struggle, uh, but uh, it's, it's the, it's the falling in love every single day over and over again with Christ and that, that helps me uh, endure and persevere and carry mm -hmm. my cross. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's uh, my testimony. Uh, as succinct, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't even know if I've said that word right. Yeah. But, yeah. You uh, said it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. As, as possible. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is truly amazing. It was, uh, ladies and gentlemen who were listening, it, his testimony was like quite longer than that but for 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 your sakes he shortened it but it was an amazing story um when he said it to to the youth and we appreciate you for saying that um as i said at the beginning uh jar has been my youth leader um ever since 2014 i think 2014 um oh, i right. think 2000 either 2014 yeah it is 2014 because 2013 we we kind of moved to a place and then we moved to your dad's place at 2014 yeah 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 so i've been attending youth oh, okay yeah i've been attending youth since 2014 and then of course when i wasn't youth anymore i <laughs> i didn't attend um <laughs> but yeah we've we've known each other for so long but only last year now 2021 did i know your story your struggle right and yeah and as you said you kept it secret and so well in fact that that when um maybe weren't we weren't that close I, I don't know uh you did say you kept it secret so i'm assuming you kept it secret to everyone so uh, it's not just me who is just mm. too dumb to 
to, <laughs> or not close enough to know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, the first time I ever came out to anyone was when I was 18 years old. Uh, okay. First person, very, very, very first person was a a female classmate at Bible College because uh, I had okay. gone to PLBC for a year after, right after high school. Mm-hmm. And from there, she um, see. She, from there, she suggested I tell sort of like the dean or like the main person at the Bible college. Yeah. That was like kind of like our, our counselor, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I told him and then he told me, uh, he, he suggested that I tell my parents. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so it was, uh, you know, I, I've heard a lot of stories about, um, people who are currently, you know, living the LGBTQ plus lifestyle yes. grew up from a religious household and mm-hmm, or a Christian mm-hmm. household. And they, uh, they, they, um, they, you know, they deconstruct the faith, the Christian faith and sort of like, you know, have a lot of questions. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they, a lot of, a lot of the times, a lot of people would say, you know, why can't, I, or I can't accept Christianity. I don't want to be a Christian because uh, I just I just cannot accept that they will not accept uh, you know same sex relationships. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and and you know it's it's a really hard question for me to answer. I, I or to, for me to you know give a response to. Um, but when I came out to my dad the very first time when I was 18 years old, it was a really, 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 really tough mm-hmm. decision. Um, yeah. I can't even imagine, man. Things. Like that, that's, that's <laughs> a very big deal. Yeah, no, it was, it was a really big deal for, 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 for years. I regretted ever telling my dad, but, and even for the day, days and weeks after mm-hmm. it really just shook up our relationship. Yeah. Tremendously. And, um, and for my mom, uh, it was really tough on her too. And so it took me a lot of years to actually just recently, like last year, it made me, I, I just realized now that I, I had to, I had to forgive the, the, the hurts that mm-hmm. um, uh, I felt um, from my dad and my mom when they, when they responded, because, yeah. you know, any type of unforgiveness, even if it's warranted, um, is 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 something that can be used to, uh, um, you know, hurts your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I feel really, I felt really warranted. I felt really, when I, when I was not walking with the Lord, I felt really warranted in my anger and unforgiveness towards yeah. my parents because it really responded really poorly, but it's about forgiveness. Mm-hmm, it's, it's about forgiving those uh, who've hurt you. I've mm-hmm. experienced growing up as a kid and growing up as a teen. I went to church pretty much every Sunday. I went to a Christian high school and I've heard yeah. a lot of hurtful things about people that they would say about, you know, people who, who are like me, struggle with sex attraction. And it really it embedded itself into my psyche psyche and mm-hmm. it caused a lot of um pain growing up but god uh reminded me that i need to let all of that go i need to forgive and it's uh it, it, i i have you know the benefit of it's been so many years since i've mm-hmm. heard the last 
um, uh, slur slander against um, people who struggle with same-sex attraction. So I guess it's easier since time has sort of helped heal. Okay. But um, still, uh, still, it's uh, sort of it's just the idea of like forgiveness. It's all about forgiveness. Yeah. You know, people who, um, who are struggling or who have um who identify as lgbtq plus um if they uh if they have unforgiveness towards anyone i you know it's 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 something that i would really you know uh encourage to ask to forgive them it's mm -hmm. forgive there's so much power in forgiveness even if it's warranted even though you know that you're right even mm -hmm. though uh, the people who have hurt you probably deserve, uh, you know, unforgiveness. It's there's so much power in forgiving people that uh, it's um, it's it's definitely the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason why I, why I brought all of that up is because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who won't have. Um, you know who, who would be unforgiving towards christians because they don't um don't agree won't, won't accept same-sex relationships but um i mean i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm i'm being really preachy but it's a lot of it is just about forgiveness mm -hmm. um for me it was about forgiveness i just had to let go and let and be allow myself to forgive, forgive myself, forgive others. And the, the, the power of Christ, the love of Jesus really revealed himself to me as a result. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. This, this is something <laughs> I've always wanted to say. That's always something that I've always wanted to say. Yeah. That's, that's good. And, uh, yeah. That's good. That's, that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whether you're Christian or not, uh, homosexual or not, like forgiveness is something that we all struggle to do, but we have to do because unforgiveness breeds contempt and that contempt can kill. Like a lot of people mm -hmm. get killed or kill because of contempt. And you mm -hmm. don't want your dying days to be marked with contempt, right? Who wants that? That's right. <laughs> right? So, so yeah, this, this is a good message. Um, for everyone and guys uh, come on uh, as is, isn't it obvious how he's uh, a church leader <laughs> he just gives gold <laughs> nuggets left and right um, but yeah it's 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 absolutely necessary thank you for sharing that um, yeah yes, I that season of your life must have been real tough man like that I can't even imagine, dude. Like that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's brave of you to do that. And um, I believe that's um, that that hurt came from, you know, a justified place. But you chose forgiveness, which is the most amazing miracle in the story, um, because normal people would, you know, as you said, normally people would hate their parents, hate their religion, hate God. Um, but you forgave, so you are definitely different than, than, you know, 
than than what normal people would do, which is amazing to me. <laughs> really, I, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done. Seriously. Uh, yeah, well, you know, for, forgiving is uh, such a really hard thing to do, and it's just something I have to do. Remind myself every single day. Even mm -hmm. even recently, uh, I uh, the friends that I had uh, when um when I was walking away from the Lord, I don't have anymore. They yeah. uh, a lot. There's been a there's been a huge, you know. I've been really public with my um, faith. Yes, and because of that. It's been very, it's very been very difficult to keep my old friends, and so, yeah. I also have to continue to remind myself to forgive every single day. Uh, like it says, you know, forgive not seven times but seventy seven. times seven, which yeah. <laughs> is a is basically a metaphor for every single waking moment. <laughs> yeah. Until until you pass away, mm -hmm. just forgive, and yeah, it's something that you know it's it's difficult to do, but it's. Best thing to do to live, you know, to live free. Yeah, absolutely. And um, man, I I'm just digesting that story. It's it's, I just did not know, man. Like that your your struggles, and like when you posted that on Facebook. Uh, by the way, uh, you can follow Jara on Facebook and Instagram if he so chooses to reveal his handle. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, do I really do I reveal it now? Do you want to? I mean, they can they can see your okay. uh, your muscle pics if they if they want. To. <laughs> oh, I uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm posting any muscle pics. So, uh, well, my Instagram is uh, Jara V Batulin at mm -hmm. Jara V Batulin. Um, and yeah, uh, Facebook is Jara Batulin. I. Uh, I have basically, if you want to see a, a timeline of of all my Facebook posts since I first returned to the faith again, uh, it'll probably be there. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. also have a TikTok too. <laughs> nice. I didn't. I, I didn't. Mean, uh, I didn't know you had a TikTok, but oh well. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been sharing a little bit of my story on TikTok. Okay. And, um, it's uh, you know, obviously, it's it's a very uh, I guess polarizing. Um, message and yeah i could imagine I a lot of a lot of a lot of uh no i have a lot of uh people with their own opinion mm -hmm. yeah um, hey man so, uh it's your story and th those people can go take it or leave it that's i can't swear <laughs> on this but that's just how it is because because a lot of people preach tolerance and then when someone posts their story their unique story and how they came to a certain conclusion, then they hate, which is like, why? <laughs> Whoa, you, yeah. You're a hypocrite too. So welcome. Jesus welcomes anyone. <laughs> <laughs> like I, we're all hypocrites. Like, please do not tell me that I'm a hypocrite when you yourself are not doing what you're preaching. So that's just a tidbit. Um, but yeah, respect, did, yeah. respect people's posts, please guys. It's their story. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, uh, brings up something like I don't know. I don't know where you wanted to take this entire conversation, but oh, anywhere, just, like I anywhere. This, this oh. <laughs> it's it, this podcast is one of a crack crackhead show. That's why I titled it that way. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, it, again, I I don't care <laughs> where it goes. I yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I was just I was gonna say like back when I was sort of. Yeah, when I was running away from God, 
Yeah. Um, those three years, I, I would be very, uh, or I, I wouldn't be very, but like I would, you know, I, I kind of like to repeat the what I would see, what I would read, um, or what I would hear. Uh, people, you know, in this sort of the more left-leaning, liberal, yeah. liberal-minded, um, or what the LGBTQ plus community would say. And I would really believe that and I would fight for that yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. And, um, on the internet, not, not really ever in person <laughs> on the internet. It's always uh, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I thinking back now, it's, it's, uh, it's not the right way to go. I almost felt like I was just as fundamental back then than I was when I was, you know, or as a, as, as fundamental as, you know, a Christian conservative, just, just with a different, different belief. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it kind of makes sense. I mean, extremism, uh, it's just internet extremism. extremism, Yeah. 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 It's like, even if you're left or right, if you're extreme in your beliefs, like you're going to end up hurting people no matter what it is. Um, Exactly. But, yeah. Now I call myself politically agnostic, if that makes sense. <laughs> politically <laughs> agnostic. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the I am a monarchist, which means Jesus is king, and I'm waiting for his return. And I'll just oh, that's right. I like that. Yeah, I'll I'll, that I'll vote. It's my duty as a as a that's almost right. almost Canadian citizen. I sent I I passed the test. Twenty out of twenty. I still haven't gotten back nice. from Canada. Please, Canada, please come oh. back to me. Uh, <laughs> oh. But yeah, uh, it is it is my duty. Vote, people, please. I am not anti-voting. We are not anti-voting. Uh, Jaira, uh, can you agree with me or no? Like, it's, yes, yes, no. Yeah, vote. Yeah, vote. vote. <laughs> please. Right yeah, like, uh, vote. <laughs> uh, our government decides our policies. If you don't want oppressive policies in place, vote for the person you believe to do the right thing and pray for our leaders um not anti-voting but at the end of the at the end of the day i'm a monarchist at heart jesus is king and i'll be waiting for his triumphant return and sort all this mess out (laughs) that's just that's how i roll uh if anyone's gonna say are you pro are you conservative or liberal i say monarchist team jesus all the way (laughs) um but yeah, I mean that's that's that's, right. that's just yeah. how it, it is, right? Because um, when it comes to LGBT or any like or religion or any sort of beliefs, it it, it it's not just belief, is it? It's it's identity, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, when 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 yeah. someone when someone touches on your identity and challenges it, it's like a personal attack, right? It, it you don't separate yourself from your beliefs; you are your beliefs. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, to some degree. Yeah. Right. Um, so 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 it. I, I believe because of the internet's anon- anonymity and you know like no one can track you except for hackers or anything like that. People can easily show their true colors because you know, um, like for example in a workplace if someone berates Jesus I'm not gonna be go ape like I'm not gonna <laughs> go full ape on the guy. But on the internet, yeah, yeah. it's so easy to do so. <laughs> That's right. Right? Um, yeah, I know. 
but but yeah but it's normal um i understand because beliefs are part of you um for those who are listening beliefs are a part yeah. of you um as much as you deny it as much as you act mature about it if someone trashes or touches you on your belief and challenges it and you can't respond you feel attacked um that's why we need to um i believe that that when when uh when when God said, "I love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength," it means that you have to have a robust, full understanding of who you are and what you believe, so that even if someone touches That's on true. your beliefs, you're not going to be offended because you know what you believe, right? And and, and you That's can right. and, and you yeah. can full, with full confidence say, "This is what I believe." Come hell or high water. Um, I have evidence to back it up. It's not based on funny feelings <laughs> or vague <laughs> terminologies or assumptions. No, it's based on fact. It's based on reality. And I will stand on that hill, even if I die on that hill. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So based off of that, um, what how has your beliefs um, uh, like on that concept? You, you said your beliefs have changed and ebbed and flowed like water throughout the years. Um, so how did that change your identity? Because as we said, your beliefs form your identity. Yeah. Well, the main thing is my identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And before, before I, uh, before you know that revelation on August 2020, I I would say my identity was in a lot of other things, in a lot of things in the world. I had um, this uh, fan-made uh, YouTube series. Uh, based on the TV show Survivor, and for a long time, my identity was partially in that. Oh yes, my identity was also yeah Survivor. Uh, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> ch- check his stuff out. I can't link it on a podcast, but uh, search. I think if you search Survivor Canada, your your show will show, right? It, it will show, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's called Survivor C. Um, but actually, yeah, I am no longer. Um, a part of it now. It's uh, I gave it yeah, gave yeah. the series to a friend of mine. So uh, yeah, but um, for a long time that was sort of like uh, what my huge well, a huge part of my identity was even 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 above my own faith. Mm-hmm. And from th- from that series is where I met um, all the friends that uh, I had a that had you know had influenced me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I bet and, some of them. You know, they're, they're pretty chill dudes for the yeah, most yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they were. They, they're pretty cool. I, like they, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, I think the main thing is. Uh, I. I. Um, I found my identity in. In other things, not in Christ, mm-hmm. and it, I, I was, really, uh, I was, what's that? There's a, there's a verse in the Bible, you know, that just sways, sway easily in like the, like the wind or something like that. Uh, and um, it, that's, that's it's. I think I it's at. Paul writing saying uh, something about like being, being swayed back and forth by you know every doctrine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that was where I was at. I um. Or at least, so, so you're like, I, uh, uh, like, uh, you, you know, when it's windy nowadays here in our city, right? So, so you're basically like, you know, a, a grass just bl- being blown by the wind, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I, I would say during those three years, I was I was that because mm, I was okay. open to I was open to uh, a lot of different things. Yeah. The, the one the one main thing that always held true was my belief in the Christian God, um, because I've I've experienced, you know, testimonies and also like I I would. Um, just you know, experience the presence of God in, in during worship time at at church or at Christian summer camp or at mm-hmm. missions yeah. trips. That it just became undeniable. The, the Christian God, the God of the Bible, was real to me, mm-hmm. and so that was before I left the faith. So when I was currently, you know, in my I guess rebellious uh, backsliding uh, phase, I, I or not not phase, uh, you know moment in my life yeah i never denied that the god of the bible existed but i was open to any other any other doctrine that you know allowed for the god of the bible to to exist um i, I believed in god i be, but i also believe that god didn't have anything for me mm. um because because of you know my struggles with same-sex attraction it yeah. was just it was something that i couldn't uh reconcile because the 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 attraction uh, was was so strong for me that the more I dwelt on it in my head, the more it became like, why would God allow this to happen to me? And, mm, yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's where the swing in the wind came. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I think, was I think being that's... tossed to and fro by the wind. Yeah, there we go. That that's the one. But but yeah, I, I think that's a normal um, progression, right? Like. Um, right, yeah. I'm attracted to a certain type of person. Wait, God doesn't allow that? Then why did He let me have this attraction? Right? It's like eventually a yeah. lot a lot of people um, argue that way um, in regards to you know them leaving the faith. It's like I can't worship a God who lets like lets this happen to me, basically. Right? So. Um, yeah, which to me is heartbreaking. I, of course, I, I haven't, um, I haven't experienced that per se. Um, hmm. But but there are times when I would uh, certain desires, right? Just human basic desires, right? Really wrong desires, yeah. and then and then you're like, okay, why is it not allowed, right? Um, so, like, for example, I mean, yeah. I, I, haven't, yeah, I, I haven't practiced it, but, like, adultery. A lot of people say <laughs> that they just, they, just, uh, they just are attracted to a different person other than their spouse, and they do it, and they're, like, cussing God because it's not allowed. It's like, I mean, what did you think would happen when you engage in that, right? It's like your life's in ruins, your, your family's uh, in shambles, like, what? Do you think it was a good idea, right? So, yeah. In any case, what were we gonna say? <laughs> I just rambled. Oh well, I actually, um, I sort of wanted to bring up uh, uh, probably the most unpopular chapter in the Bible, Leviticus eighteen. Oh, there we go. Yeah, go to Leviticus. That's where all the good stuff. Is. <laughs> I've heard a lot of arguments from um, people who were once, you know, Christian. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The faith and. It's, Many different arguments about, especially that chapter, Leviticus yeah, yeah, yeah. eighteen, and you know, I, I, uh, I basically just want to say, oh, I hear someone in the background. Yeah, it's my dad. Okay.
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's fine. He's just gonna sing. It's fine. For those who are listening, you can listen to my dad sing if you want. Um, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, basically, what I was just wanted to say is, uh, you know, Levit- Leviticus eighteen. It has one verse mm-hmm. talking about okay. uh, how do not sleep with a, a man as you would with a woman um it is an abomination it, okay uh, let me let me actually let me actually search it up and read it for the viewers so, so okay. that, uh, Le- was it leviticus 18 I I, yeah i think it's verse 22 but i'm not one yeah it's, it's the very first thing that you know it's an unpopular opinion when you search google and it's the very first thing that pops up in the <laughs> in the in the thing okay so um and and most of it, it's a study of it. Um, so okay, uh, what translation? Let's go NIV. It's it's a pretty it's NIV. Okay, do not have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman. That is detestable. It's just one sentence. Um, I'm, now I'm curious what's around it. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm curious what's around it. Okay, so let me see here. Um, Oh yeah, it's basically uh, God saying a bunch of things that are not allowed, and of course, uh, um, yeah. So, for for those who do not know, uh, Leviticus is the part of the Bible. Uh, Leviticus comes from the family name uh, the Levites, which is the priestly name. So th- these are uh, the Leviticus. There's a lot of um, laws basically in it uh, because um, when you have a nation, you need laws. If you don't have laws, you're going to have anarchy. So so this is God laying down the law. Um, so in Leviticus 18, if you guys read it, it, there's a lot of like laws that says, you know, do not sacrifice your children to Moloch. Do not, you know, do not commit, um, you know, adultery or, or do not have orgies or, and in this case, do not be, you know, have sex with the same sex. Um, so, but yeah, it, this is my explanation. Go on, uh, continue. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, uh, I kind of want to just sort of walk everyone here through, you know, what was going through my mind as how I, you know, how I understand uh, this chapter, whole chapter now. So Luke's 18.22 has that verse, a very popular verse, to have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman. That, that is detestable. But for 20 verses before that verse, it talks a lot about, do not have, you know, it's about heterosexual sin. Uh, 20, 20 different laws talking about, you know, do not yeah. have sexual relations with, you know, your neighbor's wife. Yeah. Um, do not sacrifice your children to Molech. Molech, yeah. <laughs> um, stuff like that. And basically, what I'm basically trying to say in this entire chapter, God is, you know, underlying the importance importance of purity um and i uh oh man i I had it i had this train of thought i was going to and i suddenly randomly lost it oh come no yeah it happens sometimes (laughs) basically what i'm basically what i'm trying to say is um you know i i see so much beauty and purity I grew up. I grew up in you know in the evangelical Christian yeah. culture. And I know about yeah. purity culture. I know how a lot of people say that purity culture is toxic stuff like that. 
but I think there's a lot of him so much not not I think I I really truly believe that there's so much importance in purity living mm-hmm. a pure life um and I uh I see this chapter that that verse Leviticus 18:22 just focusing on this verse it it really does you know it really does <laughs> I guess suck in in terms of in terms of uh for me just uh by itself but when I see this entire chapter the main thing that God's focusing on is is purity is is just living everyone every single person living a life of purity and that's why you know having only only one person person of the opposite sex to live your life forever for um to live your entire life with that's why to me that's that's uh that's uh that's so important Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I don't know why. That's, but. that's okay. I mean, we are talking about important stuff here. It's no surprise if demons are around. So <laughs> it's fine, man. It's it's okay. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I, I I had a really good thought and then I completely lost. I should have written it down or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Maybe, maybe we'll find it as, as we talk. <laughs> But yeah. but I I like that point. Um, it's it's just that a lot of people when when they when they read the Bible they they focus on a specific verse and then they 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 tunnel vision on that right. Um, and in this yeah, case it is it is the um, anti homosexual. Um, uh, we are gonna say controversial stuff here. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, <laughs> well, it's just what we do. Um, and that's okay because this is our own um, view of the world and, and this is our own experiences. Um, and we, we can disagree and that's okay. Um, but what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm hitting at is that um, God is, is, is not concerned just with that. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, as, as you said, yeah. it's, it's about overall purity. Um, like a lot of people... Um, like a lot of Christians, really um, go go really hard on on the LGBTQ community, and then they they don't look into their own ranks. And recently, there's been right. a lot of scandals about about adultery oh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. with Ravi Zacharias. Remember that? And it's like yeah. and like the the Hillsong shenanigans. Yeah, like it's, like it's, it's awful. yeah, it's absolutely it's, awful. It's crazy. Um, because in God's eyes, that is, it's sin. Like it's, it's, it's not, um, as you said, it's not pure. Right. And I don't know why you so focus on the LGBTQ and not focus on the other stuff. Like, like I, I look at every TV show I watch, there's always adultery in it. Always. And, and whenever I watch detective shows, um, the 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 wife or the husband who um, who died or was left behind by the deceased always had relations with other people. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you you go ham on that on 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 LGBT, but like why don't you go ham on adultery? Train up men so that they don't act like pigs. You know what I mean? Uh, or or train up women so that they they. They um they, they make wise decisions and stay with one man. You know what I mean? It's 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 
bizarre to me <laughs> how people can just focus on one thing when it, when when God says purity important focus on purity right um, that's right that's my mini rant yeah. but uh but yeah, what do you think what do you think of what what I just said I mean I, I know it it was a lot but uh, hopefully I made sense <laughs> hopefully it made sense <laughs> yeah no I I uh I understand it's well I I um I see what the culture is trying to say you know yeah. for a long time for many years for, for hundreds of years women have been very um uh I guess pressed um by you know uh I guess just um I guess sexually oppressed that is, that, that makes sense That is true yeah um and so, like, they're, they're, what the culture is doing is trying to flip it on its head and, you know, allow, um, you know, this s- sort of sexual freedom. And we're, that's where WAP came from and stuff like that. Yeah, it's evolving. It's, it is evolving, but backwards. Like, it's not what it's supposed to right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, wow, men act like pigs? Oh, wow, women should act like pigs, too. Like, it's not, that's not the solution. Like, right now... Um, the statistics for fatherlessness is very high. Like statistics for single motherhood, very high. Um, statistics for divorce, statistics for adultery, very, very, very high. It's like, yeah, things have changed, but like again, it didn't get better. <laughs> it got worse. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Um, and. As you know, as I think about all this, I, I, what, what I've been sort of like forming in my own mind has been, as I've been sort of leading, been leading up to uh, this in, this interview, uh, is just sort of like where I've kind of like, you know, thought about my different attractions uh, to men growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually have this kind of like uh, category or, or list um, that I have in my mind. The first is admiration. Um, for me, I I admire a lot of people. I I admire um, Simu Liu. I think that's his, that's how you pronounce Simu it. Liu. He's a, he's an actor who plays a uh, Shang Chi. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The the act. Okay, yeah. I I've seen him. I haven't watched a movie, right? Movie Shang Chi. And the yeah. rings. Okay, okay. I, yeah, ha- I haven't watched that's that. That's his movie. Yeah. You know he's he's Asian like me, and he's a Marvel, a Marvel Cinematic Universe superhero, and mm-hmm. I, I love MCU, and so that's where I'm at admiration. He's a he's a male, and I admire him. Yeah, for who he is. And then there's also affection. You know, I I'm someone who who just loves you know hugs. I love you know wrapping my arm around another guy. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted a, a younger brother or an older brother in my life. I have two sisters. I don't have a brother. Yeah, I've always wanted you know brothers to you know wrap my arms around and and just be you know you know brothers towards i've always wanted some sort of brotherhood that's where affection comes from and then and then we step into a deeper you know i guess uh that that line there's attraction Mm -hmm. you know um attraction to men where it's suddenly um where my admiration and my affection sort of morphs into or like combines itself both into attraction. So there's men who I might be attracted to sexually. And then from that, there comes 
the 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 flip of that i think it's okay um for for uh me to have an attraction to men as long as it doesn't turn into this which is lust mm, and okay my mind goes to lust that's when i've committed you know committed sin mm-hmm. and for me being able to sort of like just know okay what it knowing my knowing my mind knowing my heart what am i doing when i if i if i were to see you know an attractive man is it is it based on you know admiration for him is it based on a tr- affection for him or you know is it an attra- is it an, an attraction and then where did this attraction come from mm-hmm. could it be like you know this this guy has you know a body that i might desire and you know honestly me I've been going to the gym now for almost uh, two and a half years, and wow. and what has really helped me going at the gym is that as I've been going to the gym and been building up my body, it's it's something like I've always wanted this type of masculine body that mm-hmm. I have right now, but back then when I was younger, when I was you know either overweight or really skinny, I I love I've always admired wanted the masculine body. Mm-hmm. And going to the gym and having uh, this, uh, having having sort of the body that I've always wanted, in a lot of ways, I don't want it. I don't want it to sound uh, like my sexual attraction to men is like completely healed. I don't think I'm not saying that, but it has really helped okay. me going to the gym and having having a, the body. It's almost like it was it was. A, a form of coveting that I was also interesting. Committing. Interesting. I don't know. So uh, that's those are the that, those are the ways that I sort of like uh, you know uh, say to myself or like uh, you know has helped me a lot. Of course, on top of discipline, which is disciplining myself and and trusting the Holy Spirit to overcome any type of sin. Not just, not just same-sex attraction, but any mm-hmm. type of sin. So, yeah. yeah, that's sort of where I'm going. No. I still love, I still love, uh, you know, just wrapping my arms around other guys, just because I love affection. I, I've that's one of my, you know, love language. It's yeah, like sort of how I sh- show my uh, my love towards other people. Yeah, I I, I like that actually. But, uh, yeah. That the 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 four categories because um a lot of guys nowadays struggle with lust right um yeah i, I don't know about you but like a healthy young man <laughs> yeah. right i mean if you even if you're not if even if you're lgbt or not um if you don't have what we call the gift of singleness um which is basically asexualism like um, you're not attracted to anyone right mm. um your body is designed for attraction right it's it's designed to connect with someone physically um but then it turns into sin when you know the lust is involved right like it's like you can appreciate someone's beauty right you can you can see them as cool like i've i've watched the witcher series henry cavill is there superman himself (laughs) and boy is he buff like he he is He's the guy that like if if <laughs> if if I want someone protecting me, I'll it'll be him, right? Um, yeah. And it it's it's not 
it's an admiration, as you said. It's an admiration of someone. Um, beautiful, right? Yeah. Well, actually, I love how you use the word, uh, if I want someone protecting me. And in a lot of ways, I also find that my attraction to men is also could, is, could also is kind of rooted in you know wanting protecting protection mm. from someone stronger than me, someone more beautiful than me. Mm, interesting. Um, and yeah, so I just I just love I love the I love the way you phrase that. And when it, when it comes to Henry Cavill, um, yeah, like I definitely see that and see see what you're saying and. I, uh, I, I want to make sure that when it comes to attractive men like him, that I, what am I trying to say? I, I, uh, see him as a human being first and foremost. Mm -hmm. When I see people as a children of God created in the image of God, it stops me from having lust towards them. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it it applies to, to any, um, orientation, right? Exactly. Gender yeah. orientation. I mean, lust is lust. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it is. Even if you're attacking to males or females, same sex or not, like that, it's a universal thing that is not allowed. Because um, when Jesus came to earth, he said that um, you say that you don't commit adultery, um, like basically, like you think you're so, you, you're so good because you don't commit adultery. But here, I'm going to tell you this. If you look at a woman... And you you lust after her. You've committed adultery in your heart. Like like Jesus take this really seriously, um, because he knows right. that yeah. he knows that the source, like for example the, the porn industry, it would not exist without lust, right? That's right. Yeah. It's the the source is is the lust, and and that's what Jesus came here to defeat, which he did on the cross. But until it comes back, it's going to be a problem, it's, and it's going to be a struggle. But we'll get there, right? And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 there's no need to be divisive about it, and right? It's like we're so prudish. Um, I, I was too when I first when I was first when I first became Christian, you know, in high school, very immature. I became very prudish. A lot of my classmates were sexually active during during their high school years, and I'm just very prudish about it. Very arrogant too. Like wow, these these kids, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so arrogant. And then and then and then Jesus is like, no, look at your heart first before you judge others. Because I'm pretty sure if you look at your own heart, there's there's a big log there that you need to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. And and there was and there is and I'm still struggling with it. Um, again, healthy young man. I need, I need to I need to discipline. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, but it, it's it's a problem. And, and, you know, and we can't just act prudish about it. We got to give each other grace, you know, and, and, and we got to yes. check and we got to check our motives. As you said, every time you see an attractive person, you check, <laughs> right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I also want to sort of just talk about sort of like, um, sort of, sort of along the same lines of, of that basically what I'm trying to say is um, affection is great affection is a godly thing it's mm-hmm. good yeah lust is not because it it degrades another another human being creating God's image 
Um, and which is why sex should only be between one other person under the covenant of marriage because something is so powerful when sex happens. It's something spiritual and also biological that uh, is so powerful that it creates life. Mm -hmm. um, and so, which is why um, same-sex intercourse is, is a sin because it, it takes that affection, that godly affection between two brothers or between two men, and it tries to make it so that it, it forces, uh, I don't want, be careful with my words. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so that it's, it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's not, uh, like it, it, it morphs it into something else. Like it changes its meaning. Yeah, it's more, yeah, more into something else. It, it's, uh, I, I guess the, the best example I can think of is, is, um, it's, using using uh not using that's not a good word <laughs> it's uh <laughs> i mean yeah it's it's if if you uh, if you, if we don't want to offend people it, it's hard to use words but uh yeah i mean you you what what's the first thing like what are you trying to explain here what what about the dynamics of that yeah so uh, what i'm what i'm basically trying to say is that Jesus, we, we believe, we know that Jesus, his bride is the church. Yes. When God created humanity, his purpose was for humanity to become one with God. That's why he created one man, one woman. And that is why when a man... A man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife, and the two will become one in flesh. flesh. Yes, yes. The man and the woman, the the marriage, God ordained marriage in the Bible, is a reflection, a type and shadow of what will come of when God and humanity will be one. This God is and true. Humanity, they're they're two they're two distinct, different uh, entities. Uh, they're of two different, uh, you know, of, of Two different being God and humanity, God and God and humanity, and so that's why it's so important the man and the woman under a covenant of marriage, because because uh, a covenant of marriage is is a is a promise, and that's what God did to did for us uh, when He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross and. And uh, and then he to, to die on the cross for the sins of the world, for the sins of humanity, and then and then he rose from the dead. It's it's um, it's Christianity. His its foundation. A lot a lot of its foundation is in this, is in the gospel, and the gospel is 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 hinge hinges completely on God becoming one with humanity. And God becoming one with humanity is found in man becoming one with his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I'm basically <laughs> trying to say is 
it uh sexual same-sex intercourse does not have that in the same way um you know man and man and a woman having sex um have uh as in and but you know they're under the covenant of marriage mm. I, i'm i'm a little bit rambling but that's basically <laughs> what i'm trying to say that's basically what, what i'm trying to explain um that's okay for for anyone who uh who uh might have why 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 are christians um not supportive of same-sex relationships or same-sex intercourse it's, it's a lot of it's because it's founded it's in the foundation of 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 a uh, of the christian faith mm-hmm. so yeah um it's not that we personally disagree with you it's just that um god it's god made gender and sexuality in a certain way and he instructed us to use it in a certain way right it's basically like yeah lighting a fire right lighting a fire takes the right place at the right time you're not going to set you're not going to put you're not going to start a fire in the middle of the living room you put it in a fireplace it's basically with That's that right. with, with god and sex it's like i made this it's good it will give warmth and it will give relationship but you put it in the right place at the yeah. right time. That's just how it is. Exactly. And that's how it goes. And if you put exactly and if you put a fire in the wrong place, it's gonna could turn into a forest fire. That is true. So and, destroy it, everything. and a lot of non Christians believe that God is a prudish being who just hates fun. No. God is the most <laughs> fun out of everyone. When Jesus was here on earth, he was invited to parties. You know who's not? The religious people. Like those guys was never invited to parties. And God, when he made the nation of Israel, he gave them so many festivals. Like, it shocked me when I first read the Bible, So how many festivals they got. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I got New Year's and Christmas growing up. That, that's it. And my birthday. I mean, I don't celebrate it now. <laughs> but they, they had a party. Parties, a lot. Um, it's just God just wants it to be a good kind of fun. And, and a safe kind of fun, right? Um, that's, that's right. He doesn't want you to get hurt. And studies show, fortunately, um, it's a lot of hurt. A lot of, a lot of people who get hurt in the LG, uh, LGBTQ community. Just, it just is. And, and, and a lot of them, of course, comes from other people. But at the same time, it also comes from themselves. So God is onto something. <laughs> When, when he didn't allow it. <laughs> right? That's right. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, um, right. uh, I like that. I, li- I like that point, Jai, that, that you made. It's, it's, it's good. It's good to remember that. Um, but that is the case. And, and uh, let's just go back to, to the marriage uh, between a man and a woman being a shadow of what is to come part. Um, um, when, when, when he said that uh, man and wo- uh, the that humanity and God will become one. Um, he doesn't mean that it's in the Hinduistic or like I think Buddhistic. I, I actually don't know mindset where where we lose ourselves <laughs> into right. the God. Like we don't. It's not like right. that. It's it's basically um, again. It's basically like a, a husband and a wife. When when the husband and wife become one, 
they don't stop being themselves. It's just that they share a life together. And with God, we share an eternity forever, right? Exactly. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's beautiful in that way. And, and multiple times in the Bible, um, we are described, humanity is described as um, uh, a wayward wife, someone, uh, someone who, who goes out and seeks other men instead of her husband, right? That's um, that's how we're described, and, and I think that's that's an apt description. But um, because we keep seeking other things other than God, right? Even Christians do, right? And but the yeah. good the good news is that God has never stopped pursuing us, even though we do not deserve it. Like, like I, I don't know about you, but if my wife cheats on me, I I don't know what I would do. Right, like I, I, I just, I just, I don't even know if I could forgive her or forgive myself or, you know, but with God, even how many times we, quote unquote, cheat on Him, it's He always pursues us, and He has, in His full knowledge, believe that eventually, will will become white as snow, which is like so beautiful to me, it makes me almost tear up every single time, uh, white as snow. Yeah. White as snow, That's like right. it, it snowed recently. Like how, how white is that? My windshield was white, like it was crazy. <laughs> Can't see anything. Um, but yeah, it's it's just the story of our God. He always loves. He never relents. He doesn't give up. Um, That's right. Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with with that, um, uh, let's talk about. Um, uh, by the way, do you have anything else to add in in this discussion about um, you know um, attraction and, and and lust and and all that? I uh, not really. Like I um, I I basically just want to say that you know I uh, I think attraction you know there's a lot of or there's a part of christianity or some christian denominations or how would even say that like there's some people who call themselves christians i would say even same-sex attraction um is a sin and if i find if i for me if i were to find another man attractive uh i would need i'm already committing a sin immediately even before anything and i would disagree with that i i and that's where you know the conversion therapy and sort of the the ex gay movement is kind of derived from uh and i i don't see how helpful um mm-hmm. you know anything like that is um it's there's a lot of you know there, there's a lot of testimonies of people who identify as ex gay that you know i think i i, I think is legit but the, the identifying marker as ex-gay, I don't see as helpful, which is why I wouldn't, I won't call myself that ex-gay. Mm, okay. Um, um, I, I am I a, actually, I, I am a yeah, counselor, and conversion therapy, it, it's not taught to us, um, in school, mm. which is good yeah. in my opinion, because conversion therapy is just sounds so forceful. It's like conversion. You know what I mean? Like. What are you, what are you trying to convert, <laughs> right? Like right, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, oh, one thing that I said uh, at the at the young adults uh, when I preached this testimony initially uh, is that I'm not praying to God for me to suddenly start liking you no know, the other half of the world's population, women. Yeah. Um, at the very least, it's just you know if God is willing. I'll pray for God for me for God to send one person, one woman, for me to spend the rest of my life with, and that God will God will help me fall in love with her, or it's it's not it's you know it's it's like even if even if I was heterosexual, um, I would pray to the same thing that God will help me only only have eyes for the woman that He has in mind for me, my wife. Mm-hmm. in the same way if that makes sense so yeah 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 but yeah absolutely and, and same for me too um it, it is um i i like i like that I, I like when you said i don't identify myself as ex-gay there are a lot of legit people out there who identify as that um yeah but um attraction and and it's a fine line isn't it like attraction, lust, and sin, right? It's, it's yeah. because um, we have the Holy Spirit, so we do know when we sin, right? Like that's, for those who say that being a Christian is easy, please, you 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 don't know. Being a Christian is harder than being a non-Christian. <laughs> because before, we just sin and we don't care. <laughs> now we sin and it, yeah. and it eats us alive. Like it just, it just, it, there's something in us that just that just gnaws at us and just just convicts us, and it's not easy because we know when we've sinned. So, mm-hmm. for for those who are struggling with same sex, sex attraction, and you did receive the Holy Spirit and and you're following Jesus, do know that you you can discern whether the attraction turns into sin, right? But there's nothing wrong with with seeing people as beautiful, right? I mean, I've yeah. like I I I I watch like the Marvel movies, right? Like I um, we watched Spider Man together that one time, like yeah, uh, yeah. And hey, man, Zendaya is pretty hot. I don't, I don't know about you, but <laughs> but uh, for those uh, who, for for those who have eyes to see, you can see that they're attractive, and it's normal to find them attractive. But the yeah. But the no, exactly. But but the the turning point is when you start fantasizing. That that's for me. Exactly. When I yeah, start. Yeah, actually, I wanted. Sorry about that. Sorry, <laughs> you continue. Saying? Continue. No, I said. I said. I said. Continue. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like when you start fantasizing, then that's it's like, no, no, no. Or or when your eyes gaze towards certain body parts, no, no, no. It's a no, no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I actually, I I loved how you brought that up, body parts, and you know. In the Songs of Solomon, uh, Solomon talks about you know loving your wife, loving the you know the, the different parts of your bo- of her body. Yeah, yeah. But notice that it's about the wife, still loving the wife. You know, you can love you know the eye, her eyes, or you know her 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 other parts of her body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where I actually kind of want to bring up, you know, for for me, um, for me sometimes I might be attracted to a certain part of a, another man and that could even turn to an idol. Like mm. a, a body part of another person could turn into an idol. 
That is true. And I know there's a lot of people, you know, in our culture today who might, you know, who's uh, attracted to, you know, a good booty or, or something like that. <laughs> and honestly, that's that's idolatry. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm seeing it in the nicest way possible. Or, and, you know, that's, that's a like, sin. Yeah, it's Regardless of whether you're you're gay or not or, or straight or bi or or whatever. Plus, it's, yeah. it's, you know, idolizing a body part and disconnecting it from the human. That's idolatry. That's, you know, and also fetishizing. That's, that's also like disconnecting the, the human, the, the, the person from the, 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 the object or body part that you're admiring. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, and, 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 and the, something else was, and, and, and I think that the, the worst side of that is objectifying, right? There's, I, right, there's, exactly, idoli- yeah. there's idolizing where you basically worship that, um, which of course is, mm-hmm. leads to addiction or just seeking it out um, yeah. your daily. But then there's also objectifying where you don't see a person; you just see a, an object, right? And and, and this right. and this is where uh, the rape comes from. This is where the um, again fetishes. Uh, uh, I can't say the word, but like just seeing the person as an object. It's right. It's 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 dehumanizing them it's 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 what hitler did to kill the jews like that that's basically what you're doing <laughs> like did you think exactly. did you think that that when the soldiers in world war 2 killed those jews in the gas chamber they thought they were human no they thought they were less than human objects right yeah and and i, I like like when you said that that the first thing you think about when you see a person is they are the child of god that that's humanizing them, that's giving dignity to that's them, right. and then you start thinking, oh, they're human, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 just works. Wow, I, they're human. I can't just, you know, fantasize yeah. about them. Yeah. I just can't kill them. It just solves a lot of problems. Um, but. That's just you know that that's that's how the way it is. This is how the world works. When yeah, you know, which is sad. <laughs> like it's very sad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But but I like that. Uh, it. Uh, I definitely thought a lot about this. You definitely have thought a lot about this. Um, and and I encourage <laughs> I encourage the the listeners here to to actually think about. Um, about this, like about your desires. Desires are good, right? Desires are good, but when it's objectifying mm-hmm. someone or idolizing someone or a certain body part or something like that, check yourself. You, you, especially when you're married, right? Especially when you're married. Exactly. Like, yes. Think about it, right? Yeah. No. Actually, I want to. Now that you talk about marriage, I actually want to talk about when I was uh, running away from God during those three years. I. I would hear and I would find out about um, married men uh, would, you know, cheat on their wives and uh, they would hook up with uh, other men and they would do it behind the their wives' backs. And yeah, I, I've heard about that. Yeah. Know, my, my heart, my heart breaks, my heart breaks because there's something so powerful about, you know, you're already, you're already married to a wife and, you maybe even have children 
you know, you made a vow to your wife and, and it's, for me, it's remembering that has br that brought me back to the faith. And I encourage all married men and also married women to remember, remember your vows when you first made that, that promise to your spouse to stay with them till death to do, do they part, do, do us part. And it breaks my heart. There's so many, there's so many, uh, so many, uh, uh, people in the LGBTQ plus community who have hooked up with a married person and, you know, we're, we're just, you know, used as, as a, just a one night stand. And it, mm -hmm. and it's, it really breaks my heart for, for them because they're, there's these people, LGBTQ plus people, they're looking for love. They're looking for acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know these married people are using it for their own advantage. Mm. And, That's a good point. That's a good point. Even, uh, and at least two of these married men were Christians who, you know, on, mm -hmm. who I'm f friends with on Facebook. Really? I don't, even know. I don't know. I'm <laughs> planning on posting this on Facebook, this podcast. Really? I don't know if they'll even hear this. Well, but, um, it depends yeah, on the title, I, right? It depends on the title of the podcast. The title, that's I, right, I actually yeah. don't know what I would title this podcast. <laughs> Maybe you can help me suggest yeah. suggest some titles. But yeah, I... I... <laughs> I don't know. Actually, now that I've said it, I don't know, people might now suddenly like try to figure out who I'm talking about. But, anyways, there, it's it's just if you if if you bear that name, Christ Christian, it's really important that you that you bear that name when people are watching and when in your public life and in your private life. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to, you know, you know, faithfulness and remaining faithful to your wife. Yeah. Remaining faithful to your spouse. So. Yeah. Uh, when you said promise, it, it's stronger than a promise, isn't it? It's a covenant, which is yeah. unbreakable. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. It's a covenant. Uh, unbreakable, right. it's a co covenant. unbreakable, um, unbreakable unto death, right? It's like um, w w when you make a covenant with God, it doesn't end because God's eternal. But when you make a covenant with a person, when you die, only when it, only when you die does it break because you know you're dead. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. powerful, right? It's like covenant is basically saying I will do my part even if you don't do your part. Basically, it, right? That's right. Yeah, that's um, right. Which is heartbreak. Yeah, which is like heartbreaking when people just toss it aside for um, their own pleasure. And that that's, again, the heart comes into play. Again, think about your life. Like, what is, it that you, right. what is it that you desire? What is it that you seek? Because desire is inherently good. Only when you turn to, yeah. like, very destructive behaviors, then that desire turns into something evil. But please, do, do not mm. think for a second that the desires that God gave you are somehow demonic or evil. They're good. It's just how you deal with it, what you do with it, that the, the decides, right? Um, I don't know if you agree with me exactly. on that, but that's my take on, on desire. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Because yeah. lust in itself is like um, the, the desire for sex turns into lust when, you know, objectifying someone, right? It's... it's, it's it turns into mm -hmm. it. It's not originally that. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's it it's it's beautiful, exactly. but corrupted in the wrong hands. Um, but yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> imagine if spider-man you know like oh wow i have this great power i'm gonna do some crime you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you have something akin to spider-man you have you have you have a life that you live and depending on your your decisions can create life or death which is like powerful that's right um so yeah um yeah we talked a lot a lot about a lot of stuff <laughs> it's crazy um and your uh, your internet held strong, and uh, it's only a couple oh, times. Perfect. Yeah, a couple times when you sounded robotic, but you know people will understand. Um, that's just how it is when it comes to media communications. Yay, COVID! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. We can't talk. I've, I've been meaning to like get a microphone or something to make my voice clearer, but hopefully my voice was like good. Uh, and good to hear. Your voice is clear to me. I would have I would have said um, otherwise before we recorded if your voice was uh, was trashy. Um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, so viewers, uh, not viewers, listeners. Uh, for those who are listening, I, I hope all of you learned something from this. Um, life is a mess. That's just my opinion. I don't know if you hold that opinion or not, but it's a mess. There's no a one plus one equals two, you know, the decision making. It's it's not as simple as math, um, where there's a definitive answer. There's always something to ponder. Always something to think about, right? Um, uh, Jai, do you have anything else that you would like to impart to our listeners before we go? Uh, well, I, I basically just want to end off with, I am one person. I have a very, you know, a very, uh, specific testimony story, but if you are a listener who, you know, has, uh, turn away from God or stop believing in God or is, you know, seeking questions, I strongly encourage uh, you to to pray I know it sounds like you know we're, we're our, our culture our our country is uh, is really against you know just or just the the result of prayer like what does prayer do but praying in the name of Jesus for the Holy Spirit is what helped me you know find this find this this pure gift this this uh this um beautiful beautiful thing that has cleared cleared the skies for me and even though i don't know everything what i do know is enough for me and i hope that uh if you will take uh this uh opportunity to pray in the name of jesus ask God for the Holy Spirit that you will also experience the same thing that I experienced August 2020 that God is not only able but also willing to touch your life and reveal himself to you also and so that something as crazy as me despite 
you know, living in here in Canada in the 21st century, the year 2022, mm-hmm. and having these attractions, sexual attraction to men, and choosing another path, choosing another way to live for uh, a 2,000-year-old man named Jesus and to uh, not pursue a relationship with a man. Despite all of that sounding so crazy, crazy, it's something it's something that I'm holding clear, uh, close to my heart because of what I experienced. And I hope you experienced that too. Mm, beautiful, it. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Um, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you learned something. Again, it's good to have conversations. We are all humans, messy creatures. But we can still love each other and have a conversation, even if we disagree. Right? Everyone out there, stay safe and stay being crackheads, everyone. Good evening.